Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. My name is Ray Schillens. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources helps develop future industry leaders, and we have so many of those great leaders on the way, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising, diversity and inclusion, and so much more. Find out more at aaf10.org. That's aaf10.org. So we, we had this, uh, we had this uh, uh, changing of the guard uh, uh, not that long ago, actually in July. And, uh, but this is someone that you, you already know because she is so much involved in so many aspects of American Advertising Federation, both in Amarillo and uh, as, a, as a representative of District 10. Stephanie Price is the governor now. As an associate director of marketing for the Cultural Foundation of the Texas Panhandle, Stephanie directs a marketing team that is developing and executing all advertising, publicity, social media, tourism, and promotional activities for the Panhandle Plains Historical Museum and the Texas Outdoor Musical, one of her favorite accomplishments at PPHM, was bringing mysteries at the museum to film and promote one of the artifacts, resulting in national notoriety and exposure. Prior to PPHM, Stephanie worked in um, book promotions, sales for Hastings Entertainment, and 33 Interactions, a marketing firm in Sydney, Australia. Man, you've been all over the place, Stephanie. I'm glad you're in Amarillo, though, because uh, we're actually headed there in September for the uh, Central Region Conference. So first of all, uh, congratulations on, on the appointment. And then I'll congratulate you on another thing. So congratulations on being the governor. That's well, thank cool. you. It's, it's my pleasure to serve, and it's, it's an honor to be entrusted with, with the health and the um, growing of our clubs and, you know, the the furthering of the advertising industry. I think it's a really, really big honor to represent Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana on a national stage and talk about the incredible work and organizations and things that are going on in our district. You are a very busy person, as we all are in this business, doing so many different things. And uh, with, with the new baby, uh, uh, Madeline Kathleen Price, and... Uh, so that you, you put a baby on top of all this kind of stuff, and it's like, how do you do all this stuff? But what you do <laughs> is you have a great team behind Absolutely. you. Absolutely, and that's and that's what it takes. I always, you know, with with Crystal as first lieutenant governor and Laurel McEwen as the second lieutenant governor, and all the other people who are participating and doing things in the tenth district. That's how it gets done, and obviously you figure that out because. Uh, what's happening? Even even with the uh, with the Central Region Conference that we had, that was so well run. And I'll tell you one thing: if you're uh, one of the clubs that did not make it uh, to that event for some reason or the other, you kind of missed a really important uh, a start uh, for a great term uh, with Stephanie as governor. Well organized, fun, informative. It was like drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> but it was a good fire hose drink. Uh, so anyway, you know, so you got things off to a great start, and you didn't waste any time whatsoever. And with the conference right underway, uh, you were there. As a matter of fact, uh, you were handed the gavel, I think, at that conference, either officially I was, yeah. or, or 
<laughs> so that's kind of you cool. know that club officer training is really such an important part of you know what we do as D10 committees and officers because it really is you know our clubs are the lifeblood of the district the district would not exist without our clubs and so my biggest mantra for the year is telling you know all of our executive officers and committee chairs you know what what are we doing that's helping our clubs how are we helping our clubs what value are we providing to our clubs and if if we don't have an answer for that then maybe we shouldn't be doing it so that's really been kind of my big thought so that club officer training i think was an absolutely great way to kick off a year is that we provided so much information and but really another wonderful thing is we haven't been able to be together in over a year and a half and so that was even better is getting people connected with each other so they could meet a friendly face they could um you know, jumpstart something new. And I think AAF is a great launch pad for careers, for friendships, for learning, for trying something new. And I think that going to these events is really important because it brings all of that together in one, one room in a day. And it's, it's pretty cool to watch it, watch it unfold, watch somebody who was a little timid at the beginning of the day and new speak up at the end and say, you know, wonderful things about what they learned or who they met. And so that was a really inspiring day. Yeah. Man, it, it, and it truly was. It was really great. And uh, we'll uh, obviously we'll have another one. I think we have something coming up in uh, January, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as well. Yeah, so we've got a big year ahead of us. You know, in September, we'll do the Central Region Conference you mentioned. That's in my hometown of Amarillo. I grew up here. I've loved watching Amarillo grow. Um, we're going to take you downtown to the conference hotel, but we're going to take you out of that as much as we can as well. We've got a new film studio here called Sharpened Iron Studios. Um, they are doing incredible work with our local college. They're going to show you all about that. We have a new minor league baseball team, the Sod Poodles, that have come since we last hosted. Show you all about how they market and how they have really become such a linchpin of culture here in Amarillo. And we're going to, of course, have our good friends from uh, Street Volkswagen, Volkswagen being our title sponsor. They're absolutely incredible people, and they're going to make sure that the hospitality and red carpet's rolled out. So if anybody hasn't made plans to attend that in September, I highly encourage it. It's the 23rd through the 25th. Come, let me buy you a drink. Let me talk to you about AAF, and you will for sure drink the Kool-Aid there <laughs> or drink from the fire hoses right put it. In October, yes. we're going to have our Mosaic Awards. Bill Richmond and Kelly Gann and several others have really helped to create a cool award show that honors diversity, inclusion, equity, and the work that's being done in the 10th district. The 10th district is full of pioneers that care and look around and see what voices are missing and how they can amplify those. And so I'm really excited for that award show. That'll be October 7th and it will be virtual. Mm-hmm. And right. we made the decision for that to be virtual because we want it to be equitable and inclusive. And so we feel like what's, what a better way than for people to just log in and meet us where they are so they can see this work being done and honor the pioneers in this field. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, October 7th. And, uh, of course, the Central Region Conference, the uh, 23rd. And you really, uh, you really need to go to that as well. I've never been to Amarillo. I think I've been through Amarillo 
but I didn't stop. So this time I'm going to stop and enjoy the enjoy the view as well. And as far as street Volkswagen goes, and you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. <laughs> you know, um, so they I like want you to, to do we that. We like to joke about that, but I think John would be mad if I actually put it in broadcast. So yeah, thanks. Sorry, so. no cars, yeah. but you'll get to check out the really cool stuff Volkswagen has to offer. Yeah. Um, I personally purchased my car from John and the group at Volkswagen because I love the way they do business. So yeah. I can do a personal testament to, to how awesome they I, are. I've already reserved a, a, a 2025 uh, electric Volkswagen, and I'm from Houston. I'm, I said, okay, dude, uh, put me on the list for one of those cars. I need one of those. That's it's awesome. a good thing. So uh, Madeline Kathleen was born uh, not that long ago. And uh, so how's the, the mom thing working out, being the governor, being so uh, you know visible and part of um, uh, the, the museum and such like that? How do you have time to do all that stuff, Stephanie? Well, I mean, I think you you make time for the things you love, and AAF is a is a passion of mine. And I, you know, um, Maddie Kate is what we call her for short, but Madeline. We were so excited to have her. A little bit of long story short, we lost our first daughter to a heart defect about maybe um, five years ago in October um, that she was born. And so we were really excited that we could have Maddie Kate. We didn't know if that was actually going to happen, so it was definitely planned. And um, you know, I think you just. I have a great husband and I have great family that she gets to stay with her nanny every day. So it's happy for Madeline and great for me. And um, I think, you know, you make time for the things you love. And I, I love AAS because it's given me my best friends. It's given me a career path. It's, you know, given me so much. So I, I don't mind giving back to it. And I've got a big job, but, you know, I think you just, I'm a list maker, so that's kind of how I get it all done. I make lists, and I just check things off. And my biggest thing that I tell, you know, people when I'm asked to, to speak about, you know, doing club workshops or things like that is, you know, eat the elephant one bite at a time. You can't you can't manage to eat all that at once, but if you just take little bitty chunks and, you know, leave the organization better than you found it, then I think, you know, you will have, you will have done right by it. And so that's always been my goal. That is so true. So that's kind and, of how I approach things, you know, just yeah. list and get one thing done and move on to the next. And you have, you have, you see, you've got a list for today. You've got to be somewhere a little bit later on here. And to add to that list, those are things. And every family needs a nanny, okay? Just so, just <laughs> Thank saying. you. It's a good thing. Hey, listen, we can't, uh, we can't escape, uh, especially uh, here in the Houston market uh, or all over the country at this point in time. We've got uh, COVID coming back as a, uh, the Delta variant and such like that. It is a, a bit, bit disruptive in terms of some of the things that some of the clubs are doing. What about you guys in Amarillo? You know, you are probably, I would suggest, maybe in the whole district, one of the most active clubs in terms of events and, uh, you know, things that are going on. I, I understand you have two a month, uh, which is incredible, phenomenal. <laughs> and you also have great speakers as well. But let's, uh, let's focus for just a moment or so on COVID uh, as it relates to uh, Amarillo and uh, even the museum there. What are you guys doing to take care of that stuff? Well, I mean, you know, we have seen the spikes. They're they're starting to come back. It is a concern that school doesn't start until next week here, which is um, which at the airing of this podcast may have already happened. But um, you know, we're just monitoring it. We um, we're just keeping an eye on things. And as far as all of that goes for the Central Region Conference, we'll follow what the governor says. We don't 
you know, foresee him shutting things down. He said kind of over and over he won't. So we will just be taking precautions, lots of hand sanitizer. We invite and welcome people to wear masks if that makes them comfortable. And that's the the policy of the museum is the museum is part of West Texas A&M University. So we follow Texas A&M's policies as far as all of that goes for COVID. So um, that gets kind of handed down to us and we just make sure that we're, we're keeping up to date and visiting with the administration and, you know, that the museum just follows the policies of WT and A&M. So we've, you know, just kind of checking in with each other making sure that we're following. And then of course, lots and lots of cleaning. The embassy that's hosting central region is, a fantastic hotel, you know, it's a, it's a great property, it's clean, it's safe, and they're going to do everything they can to, to help us keep operating and doing that Central Region Conference. Wow. You know, really, it's a good idea. Benefits of moving forward when really many, so many other organizations have literally shut the doors and put the shutters on the windows and closed down. You know, that's so true with advertising as well. People have kind of pulled back a little bit. But frankly, those who are out there and continuing to uh, to do safely uh, do things uh, are going to be the ones that are well ahead of the curve um, uh, when uh, we get back to whatever the heck normal is. I'm not sure of that anymore. But it sounds yeah, like... I agree with you. You know, it's not something we can ignore. It's, it's definitely health yeah. and safety. And so we just need to be cognizant of it and do our best as, you know, individuals with a collective responsibility to keep our, you know, fellow colleagues, friends and family safe, you know, washing hands, masks, sanitizing, you know, doing what you feel is best by the vaccine and just, you know, taking care of each other. And yeah. that's, that's definitely how Amarillo is. It's a, it's a big, small town. And so our club really is very tight-knit and close. We care about each other. And so um, that's, that's been our policy all along. You know, give me a, a few of the things that you have on your list, because you have lists. We know that now, uh, <laughs> of uh, the most important things you want to see during uh, your term as uh, governor of the 10th District. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I sat down and really thought about, you know, what I wanted to to accomplish and kind of who I wanted to be as governor. And really, most importantly, you know, I talked about it earlier, but how does what we're doing benefit our clubs? And so the clubs, they pay dues to the district, they pay dues to the national organization, and it's really our job to be a conduit between locals and national. But also, you know, how is our programming, our special events, how are we doing things and why are we doing things for the clubs. And that's what I've just constantly been been harping on since July 1st is I want to make sure that the things we do really do benefit our clubs. You know, we've had an excellent award-winning district. If you go to the National AAF Conference and listen to the Salute to Achievers, AAF District 10 is mentioned all the time. We ring a cowbell when it happens and you hear lots and lots of cowbells during that luncheon. We have Austin got Club of the Year this year for the whole nation in their division. Several of our clubs got mentioned and got awards. And so we're just really proud of, you know, being this excellent district that takes care of our members and really furthers the industry. So I just want to continue that work, you know, but I want to focus on the clubs. I want to focus on using the national resources, the brand management, and having meaningful conversations across District 10 of making sure that we're being inclusive and making sure that we're you know, really doing things that will enrich our members' lives and make them better. Because I've seen AAF turn into jobs for people, and I've seen it turn into promotions and other things. And I really do believe that a professional organization like this can have such a 
such a dramatic impact. So really focusing on the relationships between the clubs and the district, focused on our Add 2, which is our 32 and under clubs, and how we support them, how we make sure that we're, you know, once they turn 33, are funneling into AAF, and how we ensure that they feel their voices are heard and they have a seat at the table. And we're not just, you know, discounting them as young professionals, but we really are listening and learning from them because I do believe that that is the future of AAF. And Larry Brantley, the chair of the Council of Governors, really believes in Add2, and I really believe in what Larry has to say about them and how how wonderful they are and how we can absolutely learn. And if we extend that hand behind us and pull them up with us, it's going to be an incredible benefit to AAF and our industry as a whole. I want to have some fireside chats this year. Oh, yeah. Talk about that because you've got one coming up. It's going to be uh, in, here in the, in the month of August here. Uh, what a great idea. And you've got, you've got some grill, uh, really cool people uh, set for that first one as well. Yeah, so Austin Sandy, he is out of our East Texas Club, which is our brand new club. We started them right when COVID hit, unfortunately, but they are they're awesome, awesome group. And he agreed to be my programming chair. And this is just a way for us to do some external education for our members and just have some have some fun talking to people that do really really neat jobs. And the first group is um, they own an agency, but. Um, Before that, they each worked for Disney Parks and EA Sports, respectively. So Mm -hmm. what a cool resume to talk about working with these amazing national brands and how you do that and how, you know, how you communicate. You know, I think that that's going to be a really cool chat. And I'm I'm busy working on my questions for them. Um, I'm a Disney fanatic. Mm -hmm. We listen to Disney songs every morning in our house. So a little bit of a fangirl thing for me to get to talk to somebody who actually worked on promoting Disney parks. How cool is that? And so then monthly, I'm going to send out an email to all my presidents, just updating them. That's one of my big goals is just to continue with the communication, make sure we're, we're consistently communicating with our presidents and and helping them to, to keep everything straight, because it is a lot, as you said. And then also, we're going to have some great resources come out of um, the Council of Governors, the national you know, group, and they have just really created some awesome resources for our clubs. So making sure that we communicate those down, help our clubs that may be struggling with membership, especially due to COVID, and making sure that they get these national resources and can enact them in their local market. Wow. And yeah, so those are some really big goals. And of course, the other one I'm really, really proud of is bringing on Valentina Gomez Bravo as our DE&I chair, so diversity, equity, and inclusion. She's incredible. You know her. I don't know if you've had her on the podcast, if the listeners have been able to meet her, but Valentina is doing so much wonderful work in that space. And I think District 10 is lucky to have her in Houston. And I'm lucky that she said yes. And I said, we don't have this chair and we need it and we need you. And I'm just really excited to see the work she's going to do for the clubs to help them, you know, make diversity, not just a checked box that they do, but something they're always considering of who's missing at our table. Who do we need to reach out to? What voices aren't being heard? And I'm just really really pumped that she she said yes to me and she's gonna come alongside in this journey and like you mentioned it's 
it's a team effort. You know, we've got people from all over the district. We have representation from all four states. We have incredible state reps. We've got people working on funding for our National Student Advertising Competition and rebranding that entire fund. We've got Zivrod Filipovich, who's a great friend of mine, working with our students in the National Student Advertising Competition. We have, you know, Elisa Rohde, who is taking on club services. We've got an auction that's going to come up um, in 2022 to make a little money for the district so we can keep doing these programs. But all of this is going to be all over our social media. So I encourage people who are following this podcast, listening, to jump on AAF District 10 social media so you can find out all the wonderful things that that keep going on. But we're just going to, we're going to blow and go and we're not going to let COVID stop us. We're going to just surpass (laughs) our own, our own minds this year is really my goal. Well, according according to your list, there is no room for COVID to get in the way, so you're just nope. going to take take a back seat, <laughs> COVID. You know, a little love on Crystal and uh, Laurel as their part. Uh, you know, first lieutenant governor and second, they they've been a part of uh, uh, the team uh, for quite a long time as well. Absolutely, and, uh, they do a phenomenal they are so job, important. don't they? You know, uh, Crystal is she's amazing. I am so and Laurel too. I'm just so excited. And, you know, past Governor Suzanne LaForgia, we are the only all-female district-led team right now in the nation. How cool is and that? I think that is something that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you're mentioning Valentina as well. You know, she's uh, she's behind me as chair you know, here in Houston. And, yeah, so she's been part of uh, a lot of podcasts uh, uh, as we've done for Houston. Uh, and I think she was also on one of the, the D10 podcasts, if I'm not mistaken, but but it's so, so important. Diversity and inclusion. Our, our motto here in Houston is be intentional. Don't just say it. Don't just talk about it. Get up off your chair and do something about it. And what's happening in Houston is we have an incredibly motivated bunch of people who are going to do something, be intentional. So diversity and inclusion, it's good to see. And I, and I was going to ask the question, but you already answered it. The expectations are uh, phenomenal and they will happen because you have a great person in place. So that's well, a, yeah, that's I have a great I have a great team. Crystal, like you said, is incredible. She's really tackling, um, you know, our education initiatives, our GAP fund, our, you know, club services and programming. And then Laurel is tackling all of our communication efforts, our website. She's helping, you know, to keep everybody together and keep our communication consistent. And I just... Couldn't thank them more. They're two incredible women with wonderful careers. Um, Crystal's a mom, too, so she gets it. And uh, Laurel has an incredibly demanding job, so I'm just very grateful for their time and effort. And Suzanne, absolutely, I have learned so much from her. Mm-hmm. And past Governor Bill and Angelo and all those who came before me, I've just learned so much. And I'm just just really thrilled for the year ahead. And I can't wait to, you know, in June, look back and say, wow, look at what we accomplished this district yeah. 10. And I think we're, we're going to do that. Yeah, you'll check all the boxes. There's no doubt about that. We've got uh, a super district. We are AAF District 10, a super district. From, from Steve Pacheco to Kevin Dobbs to people like Suzanne, who are the people who are most inspiring to you as it relates to American Ad Federation? Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, you mentioned Kevin Dobbs. Kevin is the guy behind the scenes, and I think that District 10 absolutely would fall apart without Kevin Dobbs, (laughs) and he doesn't like credit, and he doesn't want to hear that. Um, He recently won a huge national award, which was overdue in my opinion, but you know, he every day just keeps, keeps me in line, and I'm really, really grateful for that. 
I'd say others that inspire me is, you know, I have a, a little a little group of women here in Amarillo, and each of them are moms and marketers and bad, you know, bad A women <laughs> in their own right. And I just really enjoy getting to bounce ideas off of them. I get to work with some of them. I get to volunteer with them. And I really have just been inspired by, by them and the way they live their lives. And that has been wonderful. And, um, you know, I would say that definitely past Governor Suzanne, I've learned so much from her. I've learned, um, you know, to step back and analyze a situation differently than I ever would have. And I think she taught me so much of that and so much about, you know, giving people time to breathe and grace instead of just trying to make a quick decision. And she's so good at that. And I really have learned that from her. And so, yeah, those are some of my, some of my AAF heroes, I would say. (laughs) Um, Larry Brantley, absolutely. The COG chair right now. Larry is just a great human. He cares for others. He is so good about creating this passion in other people and finding ways to inspire them. And I really admire that in Larry. Cool. Yeah, so many so many people to thank. We could be here for another hour and a half Forever. and we talk about those <laughs> folks. Uh, but, uh, but Madeline is waiting. Uh, remember, um, the 2021 Central Region Conference is September the 23rd. The Mosaic Awards uh, for 2021, October the 7th. My birthday. That's a wonderful day. Awesome. That's uh, a great uh, present. And the, then you've got the 2021 Southwest Advertising Hall of Fame on the 29th of October. You've got Advention coming to Houston in 2022. We've got the American Advertising Awards uh, coming up. And some people are going back to face-to-face. Some are virtual. I know judging is virtual. But such an, an integral part of all of the uh, things that... Uh, Ad Federation uh, does for uh, Amarillo, for Houston, for everybody uh, in District yep. 10. And, and, you, and you're doing a great job, by the way. Just well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. And like you said, it's a team effort, and we have a great team at District 10 full of wonderful people. Some words of like wisdom yourself. for the advertising communities and uh, also the, uh, the clubs in District 10, and we can wrap this whole thing up so you can get going. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would say that... I, I hope everyone will take this this mantra to heart if you're a District 10 leader. You know, how how can what we're doing today create our clubs of tomorrow? What are we doing for our clubs? I'm going to keep saying it over and over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our those of you who are members and in our clubs, you know, thank you. If nobody says it today, thank you for being on the board. Thank you for serving. I don't think we hear it enough. And remember, you know, eat that elephant one bite at a time. Just leave it a little bit better each month than you found it, and you'll turn around, and it'll be a, a much better better place. Very cool. That's great to hear. Stephanie Price, the governator, the governor, that is, of the <laughs> district, district 10. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate you. Look at, back at you, and looking forward to seeing you in, uh, in September as well. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. That's aaf, the number 10.org. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Do that. You'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you heard today with your friends and associates on social media. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. This is Ad Tension, copyright 2021. My name is Ray Shillings.